Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Welcome, everybody. It's Friend Friday, and today, and I've actually noticed the past couple of episodes, the past couple of Fridays, have been a fierce female Friday. (laughs) So maybe I need to change the name. And today is definitely not an exception, but this is my birthday gift to you guys because yes, today is my birthday and could not think of a better present to pass along than the journey and story of my friend who was on my Wellness Wednesday podcast with super helpful hints. Again, go back to episode 23. If you are struggling with what is going on in our world today with the election, my friend Sojima Montez is with us again today and left some massively awesome tools for you to use for what is going on right now. But let me give you her brief bio. She has a degree in psychology with a master's in social work. She has those fancy letters after her name, She is, which are A-C-S-W. And she is a mother of three, one in college, one in middle school, and one who is a freshman in high school. Been married for 20 years to a fantastic guy. They live here in SoCal. And I am super excited for her to share her journey with y'all in all that she's gone through. And I know that you're going to be able to relate. And when we can relate to another person's journey, it gives us permission to shine even brighter. So without any further ado, here we go. All right. Yay. I've got Miss Sojima Montez back with us on our Friend Friday. If you guys have not listened to episode 23 for Wellness Wednesday and you are struggling with what is going on in the world today, you must, must, must listen to that in the show notes. There are some fantastic tools for you to use to deal with from everything that's going on from a mental health situation. And uh, I am having her join me on my Friend Friday because as you guys know, this experiment podcast is not only about real estate and wellness Wednesday and my friends, it is about the journey of being an entrepreneur. So while I have given you her formal bio, I want to share my quick little background with, with Soji. I call her Soji, but her full name is Sojima, (laughs) her formal business name. (laughs) Yes. I met Soji back in 2003, 2002, somewhere around in there. And I was one of the managers for a salon in Brea and she was the nail tech. And this girl just had her stuff together. And you guys have to understand that having been in, you know, like worked for people, had my own businesses, etc. You recognize talent like within instance, like an instant of meeting someone because of how they carry themselves, what they do. And those are gems and jewels that you like latch onto. So it's not that everybody's not, it's just kind of that 80, 20 rule of the people that, you know, like in a real estate, 20% of the agents do 80% of the work. And mm-hmm. the same applies for employee pools, P whatever. Oh, oh, whatever. You know, you get my point. And Soji was one of those. So what was beautiful was that she was a young mother. Were you guys married Mm -hmm. yet? Um, in 2000. Yes, we were married. We had just recently married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and she had her beautiful Angelica (laughs) graced us with her angelic and very sassy, very, very, (laughs) 
independent, opinionated mm-hmm. self at yes. years old <laughs> yes. um, at our salon and spa mm-hmm. in Brea. Mm-hmm. And we have stayed connected ever since along with Miss Lily. Mm-hmm. And uh, you went on to Bank of America, right? Ye- yes, or, I think, no, bank. Wells Fargo. It was Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, okay. Well, you yes. were a bank. Mm-hmm. You had worked your way up in the bank world. I remember that. Yes. yes. And then you said, screw that, I'm going to school. <laughs> so again, because as I stated in Wednesday's podcast, her children are very much a living legacy of who she is and who her husband is. And I can honestly say, Soji, that mm-hmm. I've never seen <laughs> children that are, while they physically are so much like the conjoining of you and John. I still am shocked at how their personalities are so much like you. It's hilarious. I have, it's it as if you guys are like clones of each other. It's anyway, so I'll shut up. So if you will share with everybody that, you know, mm-hmm. the pains and the joys of that mm-hmm. process, because the point is, is that there is no one way, no one road to Rome. Mm-hmm. There's no one way to everything. So I love to share these stories of how other people have, you know, gone through their path because there's too many people out there from a guru standpoint saying mm-hmm. it should be done this way. And if you're doing it not this way, then you're doing it wrong. And that's not the case. Every <laughs> single path that each one of us walks is our path. Mm-hmm. So stop looking left and right and stay true to who you are, even mm-hmm. if you're in a lull of two to three years, which I've been there multiple times in my life that mm-hmm. you are sitting there saying, what the hell is going on and why is nothing happening in my life? So mm-hmm. the floor is yours, <sighs> ladies. Jeez. I, you know, I feel like I need to talk to you more often, Laura. I feel so <laughs> wonderful. Wow. Oh it's a wonderful introduction. Um, so <laughs> gosh, yes. I, I again, want to shout out from the rooftops. There is no straight or linear path to to anything I mean there's there's always everyone's own path and so I am definitely a product of my own path um not on purpose actually because I definitely fell into that I want to have a very linear path I go to high school I go to college I get a job I get married I have children and I live happily ever after um but apparently God just laughed at that one Really loud, very, very loud, actually. Um, so, you know, like Laura was saying, uh, when we met, I already had a one-year-old daughter and I was 20, 21 years old. Um, I, you know, I had done some college prior because I always wanted to be a psychologist. I, I love people. I love helping people. Um, but that just got put on hold. Um, and so I said, hey, what can I do? Cause I need to take care of myself and I need to take care of my child. And I chose to go to manicuring school. And so I, I did that. I got my license and, you know, like Laura was saying, we met at the salon and, and it was, it was actually quite fun. We really did um, actually pass it every once in a while. And I'm super excited about it. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I really had this thing with knowing that I wanted to do something with my life at some point. And not to say that I wasn't doing anything with my life, but I had the goal of going back to school and really being um, just self-proficient, self, you know, that I, I could take care of myself. I didn't need anyone to take care of me. I, I really wanted to know that I could do that 
for myself and for my daughter at the time. And so I just kind of took that path. And so I hustled being a manicurist. And when that time was up, and it was hard, just side note, being a manicurist and trying to be married and take care of a small child, that was really challenging. (laughs) And and there were times where I was like, what am I doing? This is not working out very well. Um, But I, I, did did the best that I could with with the situation I had. And I mean, as Lauren knows, there were a lot of dips, just even my own relationship that caused a lot of pauses in the continuing of me getting ahead. And then I did I, I started working at the bank. And I did that because I thought that that was stable. It was a stable just, you know, it's a bank, like, what's going to happen to a bank, right? And so I, (laughs) right, I'm like, people need money, people need loans, I'm going to be here (laughs) for a while. So I started off as a teller, and I moved my way up to being a teller manager, and I switched banks at some point. And it was still very challenging. But again, I was, I was very much living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, and, and just not feeling like I was contributing. Like I I really had this urge to contribute. Like I said, I love people. At this point, I'm already pregnant with my son. And, you know, and it was fine. I I, I mean, I wasn't horribly struggling, but it it was hard. And now I have two children and I'm working at the bank and, you know, life gets, continues to become crazy. What do I do? Continuing with relationship struggles because I'm young, we're young and we have two children. And so that, that part really don't get married before you're 30. (laughs) Exactly. Big hint, like huge, like ginormous hint. Right. I think I say that to my, she's still with the same person. So after 20 years, but the struggles didn't have to happen. (laughs) No, they did not. It could have been a little easier, maybe somewhere. Um, and so, you know, I, I stick stuck with the bank and then I think it was like the housing market crashed. Um, And now I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm pregnant with my daughter. So apparently birth control wasn't a thing. Who knew? Anywho, (laughs) but (laughs) no troubles with the relationship on that. No, (laughs) right. All was well. So I'm pregnant with my youngest daughter. And, and at this point, we're not horribly struggling, but we're not doing as great as I'd like to be doing. My husband has, you know, he's a mechanic. He's been a mechanic. Uh, you know, he has his degree in that. So he has a pretty stable job. But again, I'm still the one that's kind of, well, what am I doing? Right. Right. So I have my daughter housing market crashes. We move to Arizona because why not? That was another fun career move on my part. Um, and that just kind of got to me. I, I was really struggling with this thought of like, why am I always having to change careers? Why am I always having to move? Like, why can't I just have a career and stick with it and be with it? But that could be really challenging um, being a mother and being a woman and being a woman of color. Like it's it just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of obstacles. Sure. So finally we came back to California and we have three kids. Um, we're living in Los Alamitos. And I told my husband, I said, listen, I said, as soon as the, the youngest, her name's Violet, soon as Violet goes into kindergarten, I'm going back to school. I said, I don't know what we're going to do. We can figure it out. I was like, I will work nights. I don't care, but I need to go back to school and I I need to get my degree. I said, that's really important to me. Um, And that's really the light at the end of my tunnel. And, and I, and I really said at the end of our tunnel, that'll provide us stability and it'll provide my children stability. And, and also just to see their mom, Hey mom, you can go back to school. If I can do this, you can do this. Um, And so I did, I went back to school. I always felt like I was the oldest in the class. I wasn't, but I always felt that way. (laughs) I, you know, always would look around. They'd be like, Oh, do you want to do a study group? I was like, sure. With my three kids. Like it was, (laughs) it was, it was a struggle. Different. 
different. Yeah, very different. Um, I went to community college. I did it at night when the kids would come home from school. I would leave. And then I was accepted at Cal State Dominguez Hills um, to complete my my degree. Um, and I got my degree in psychology, as I had always wanted to do. So that was amazing. And I was yes. super happy about that. And um, so I, I went to school at night. Kids went to school in the morning. Um, I had a lot of help from my mother. Thank God for my mother. Yep. Um, and, you know, and my husband, my husband was still challenging, but he was there yeah. to help me and, and help me with the kids. I graduated. I graduated with honors. I have no idea how I did that. I, I don't <laughs> I know. Do. Please stop it. Please. So, I did that. And, and then here comes the biggest hiccup of all. I graduate. And I'm like, hmm, what do you do with a psychology degree? <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I basically said, I'm going to work. I went I went to work and I was working full-time actually when I was going to school for the first couple of years. And then I, I stopped, but I graduate, I get a job at an amazing agency. Um, it's called behavioral health services. It's amazing. Lots of resources, substance use. It's, it's a really good program. So I get in there and I'm working full-time and I tell my husband, I'm like, Hey, guess what? It's <laughs> like, um, so I'm going to go back to school again. And he's like, what? It's like, yeah, like I kind of need my master's degree to be able to really do anything with psychology financially. Like if I want to do something, you know, have more money coming in, um, I need to, I need to go back to school. And that was a little bit of a, of a big hiccup because now that puts us back again financially. And that also, you know, that's more loans. It's more stress and time. My children, like, I feel like my children didn't see me for a good time frame. Like they were like, you're my mom, you know, it's just... (laughs) It was, it was challenging, especially for my youngest. You know, I had her potty trained. She was ready to go. And then mom goes back to school and that goes down the drain. So it, 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 I struggled a lot with my family um, and the kids, you know, wanting to be with their mom while I'm trying to write a paper, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So like my most, hus- most moms can relate, especially with COVID yeah. and all yeah. of that. So yeah. Yeah. It's super challenging. So we agree. I go back, get my master's degree and I only applied to one university because I said if the world wants me to go back and get my master's then it will they will allow me to go to USC and that is the only one I'm applying to although it was the most expensive one I didn't care that's what I wanted to do and so I told my husband with the news and I will put it out there (laughs) I said hey honey guess what we're a hundred thousand dollars in debt. He's like, you got into USC? I said, I did. <laughs> and I was Best debt to be in. Exactly. I was completely over the moon. I, I don't think I've ever felt as proud of myself as I did in that moment. Um, yes. My mom is also an alumni. So it, it just felt oh, really good. Very cool. My kids were super excited. So I did that. I finished uh, 2018. I had my master's, did an internship with three kids, <laughs> one of them graduating. My daughter graduated high school in that time frame. Like it was just, there was a lot going on, but it was the best decision that I've ever made in my life. I don't think I would skip a beat or change a thing because things would be different. My children, Laura, like you were saying, like they are... <laughs> they're funny little beings they're um, they're... I love it like I was watching that live that I caught you guys on I Mm -hmm. mean like uh, hilarious just they're amazing they're dishing back a little bit of soji 
Yes. And, and, and John, I, I, quite honestly, yes. and John. So it's yes. so fun, you know, yes. knowing you guys and knowing what you guys have gone through mm-hmm. to see that happening. It's, it's, you know, they're, yep. they're fantastic. I mean, like yes. you should both yeah. be so proud of yourselves and, we are. um, and mm-hmm. I, and I want to like go back to how I started this about how when you've been doing what I've done for as long as you have, you know, it's kind of like a talent agent. You Mm -hmm. recognize that talent pretty quickly. And you could also call it to some degree, love at first sight. (laughs) And and what I call that, you know, from the company that I started, gosh, five, six years ago, Mm liveexcellence.com is your excellence DNA. And I just, I feel like that is God running through us, the universe, whatever label you want to put on it. I'm not going to tell you how to live and breathe, but that we all have our own journey and when you rely and and go within and and listen to that natural instinct that is your excellence DNA, that's what happens. You are mm-hmm. sitting at that salon in Brea 20 years ago almost, and <laughs> you're telling yourself that you wanted a psychology major and you never, ever, ever lost sight of that goal. Life happens to all of us and you are the perfect example of what determination and just going with the flow and not giving up that light at the end of the tunnel that we talked about on Wednesday. And we're talking about again here, it's there if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. And I love watching your kids and, and just seeing them be so audacious and <laughs> bold and just yeah. so strong. I mean, all of the adjectives are you and, and, you know, I mean, listen, I'm Southern. I don't say things about people that aren't like authentic. I don't, like I'll say some not nice things to people too. So, you know, you love me or you hate me, one or the other. So I know that you love me and I love you. I and I, again, I'm super grateful. There's so many lessons in this journey that you have been on. And if anybody ever needs to come back to this episode, which is episode 24, uh, just make sure that if you ever need inspiration, she's been there, done it. Mm-hmm. And again, she, her Instagram is Cali Cubana. Cali Cubana. Cali Cubana. She never really talks about that because her <laughs> it was your dad. It was your dad that's Cuban, right? Both my parents. Both my parents are Cuban. Oh, both your parents. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her mother, holy, yeah, holy mother, <laughs> Dragon A. Yes. She is one fireball of a awesome yes, lady. She is. So yeah, like the bar, it's funny. I have to say this. Um, and mm. you, you totally relate to this. And, and, and this is a lesson for everybody. I was on the phone with somebody that I've known for about a year and, um, that I worked closely with and they said something to me that just, and you're going to, you're going to love this. Um, mm-hmm. that's the bar that Laura sets. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not normal. Like that's that, that your bar is so much higher than what everybody else typically lives by. And I thought mm-hmm. it was almost an insult, to be honest with you, the way <laughs> mm-hmm. that it came across um, mm-hmm. the intention of it was in other words, mm-hmm. Laura, don't have such high expectations, lower mm-hmm. your bar so that everything mm-hmm. else around you will be okay. And I got yeah. off the call and I thought, I just got the best effing compliment I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. That bar's not moving, brother. It's coming up. So Uh I, and that is who you are. Like you just never, the reason you had the rub with John and the Mm -hmm. other things that you were dealing with was because you refused, refused Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. accept less than what you knew you deserved. So yeah. Yes. Yes. And and that is, this is, and it's tough. You guys, it's very lonely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you feel completely isolated, but I promise you follow, follow your Mm -hmm. heart. So 
Yes. Bless you, beautiful. Thank you for being with me on Friend Friday. You guys reach out to her. She is a massive resource. And even where she's working, as she said, Mm -hmm. from a mental health standpoint, as a massive resource as well, because Mm -hmm. we all need that. Have an awesome weekend, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.